Are you ready to rumble? Well, we're the gas cast, but like, it's just Gabe and Zach on a cast. We just like a cast of characters. Yo, welcome to the gas cast. It's Gabe, young Zach. We back. I'm back from Hawaii. Still wearing my shirts, you know, gotta flex on y'all, nah, I mean, nah, but um, back and to our pleasant surprise, some of our NBA predictions were right and some of them were wrong. And I would like to start with one that was very, very wrong. Lakers, Suns, last night, Suns defeat the Lakers in five games, six games? Did y'all win two? Yeah, we won two. Why don't you look at that? Two games. I'm so proud. Six games. Phoenix Suns over the Lakers. Zach, how you feeling? Uh, not good. Um, this is this is a tough one. I uh, I can blame the injuries. I think that's the main problem. But we physically could not guard Devin Booker last night. So I don't know. All I gotta say is Lakers in nine. And um, I guess we'll try again next year. Shit, I don't know. Man, yes, that it is unfortunate whenever you know injury uh, plays a role. Um, but at the same time, you still have to come to play. AD, uh, valiant effort for trying to come out there and play with this strain groin didn't happen. Yeah. Set his uh, back on the bench, but um what was it like four points from Dennis Schroeder in the first half? Um, a lot of zeros. Kuzma, the guy that y'all chose to keep, um, nothing, not, not much to give to the team. LeBron, he had uh, like 12 in the first half. Devin Booker, I think he had doubles y'all, double y'all score at some point in the first quarter. Um, y'all can't, Y'all couldn't guard guards. Chris Paul had a shoulder thing going on. But um, I saw a lot of open shots and even some contestants. Like, D-Book just lit y'all up. It wasn't no stopping him regardless. But yeah. a lot of open shots from other guys. What does that say about uh, the, what, first-ranked defense or second-ranked defense this year? Like, what's going I mean, on? Here's Here's the thing, all right? This team, we have – we don't have, like, these elite defensive players. Like, Anthony Davis is an elite defensive player. Everyone – the other reasons why our team is good at defense is because we have a nice scheme, we play hard, and we're usually winning. And when you're winning, when you're scoring the basketball, you're playing better defense, okay? AD gets hurt. LeBron gets hurt. We're on a weird stretch. People are playing different minutes. Our defense is still good. And then, like, just stuff, bad shit just keeps happening. You get in the playoffs. You, you literally see LeBron giving up, like, on numerous occasions. And, like, uh, LeBron is probably our worst defender. But he, he, like, him playing hard makes other people say, hey, we want to play hard. It's the Tom Brady effect. The Buccaneers stink. But now, all of a sudden, their defense is really good because Tom Brady's there. Because, like, you can't be the reason that, the best player loses like you you want to help that guy so once once LeBron kind of gives up our team doesn't try that hard and defense is like 90 percent effort and I, I didn't see a lot of Caruso out there last night like I didn't Caruso wasn't out there I think he's 
He's probably our, like, strictly our best on-ball defender. I think Dennis Schroeder played a great job playing defense last night. Like, when – like, he wasn't guarding him in the first quarter. He was guarding him in the third quarter. And, like, I obviously, D-Book did fine in the third quarter. He was a pest. He plays hard. Obviously, he's probably not going to be with us next season, which I like him a lot. He's not worth it, whatever the hell he wants. But <laughs> regardless, our defense sucked because we didn't give the effort. And that, that, that's what it is. And I I think next year we'll have a, a similar team, but it'll have a couple of different pieces and we'll be good at defense again. And you'll be like, okay, what happened? Just It's just effort. Do you think or let's see, not do you think, will Kuzma, Caruso, Schroeder, Schroeder will probably just not get picked up again. Drummond, I'll say this. What players on this current NBA roster, on this current Laker roster, will return to the Lakers next year? Um. Well, so Caruso will be back. LeBron will be back. Anthony Davis will be back. Kuzma will be back. Um, Taylor Horton Tucker should be back. Uh, maybe be Mark. I basically, I think, I think Drummond's gone. I think Trez is gone. I think Schroeder's gone. Now, does that mean we don't pay any of them right away? I don't know. Maybe we try to, could try to figure out a trade situation. I don't, I don't know what any of them are really worth. Maybe there's a sign and trade with Schroeder. Maybe there's a sign and trade with Drummond, but I, Trez, we basically gave Trez the spot to earn more money, and he probably actually lessened his value. So I don't know what team's going to pay him. So I guess there's like a chance he comes, but we're not we're not going to pay Drummond. We're not going to pay Schroeder. Like Schroeder wants – Schroeder turned down $23 million a year. <laughs> so, like – what, what what do you want? Like, what 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 do you think you deserve? Like, I'm not I'm not gonna say like, obviously in a with like takeout basketball, like he doesn't deserve 23 million, but like that's just what people get paid. But he he he's a great he's a good a, re, a really good NBA player. I, he's getting paid like 15 to 18 million right now, and that's. That's where he is, and we gave him like a four, a four or five million dollar upgrade, and he just says no. He's not going to get more than that, and if he does, the team is stupid. Like if team gives like a damn near max contract, then sure, like who, who, who is a six man? That's what he is, and he can start. Like I'm not saying he can't start, but it's not like because you start this guy that like he's just going to be a top ten starting point guard. Like he's not so. Yeah, I, like, I, like I said, I think a lot of our role players are back. I don't yeah. know what Wesley Matthews' situation is. Marquise Morris, I mean, they both kind of stink. I would just – I just hope we just, like, say, hey, the reason why we lost was we couldn't shoot the basketball. And that's that's it. Like, th- that is the biggest reason or to say, hey, no, we could defend. And we could, we could defend until the end. Dude, besides Devin Booker, who did who played good last night? Like, yes, Jake Jared Crowder hit like three threes, but like 
the rest of the team wasn't that great. It was just one dude went off. Yes, we don't have an elite defender, but it, like unless unless you think we're going to get Kawhi, there's no stopping of Devin Booker when he's hot. That's just what happens. That's true. Cam Johnson but, averaged 20 on y'all. I mean, campaign. Campaign, excuse me. Cameron Payne averaged 20. He dogged us. And, he dogged us. He dogged and, us. And DeAndre Aiden shot like 80% for the series, dang near. Like, yeah, well, well, he had Drummond guarding. He's not going to be there. He had Drummond, Gasol, or um, Trez, and a little bit of AD on him. Like that, like, and AD was I don't hurt. Even so, think, I don't even think he was doing anything. He was just catching lobs and getting open dunks. Yeah. Like, that, that, y'all didn't did do happen. anything to stop him. Here, <laughs> yeah. here, Here's how I look at it, man. If you watch our team the last, like, three games, you're just like, all right, unless AD and LeBron are fully healthy, the team had no chance to win a championship. And, yes, a lot of teams are like, okay, we're in the first round of the playoffs. We're going to do everything we can to win that series. Like, that, that's the mindset of most teams. A team that's already won the championship – I bet they're looking around and saying, hey, I don't think we're winning. Like, is is it really more – is it be- a better season if you get to the second round and lose or you get to the third round and lose and losing in the first round? Like, what is the actual difference if you already won a championship? You get more off time. They get to go on more vacations. We we had the shortest layoff of the season last year. We came in, everyone got hurt, and it makes sense. It does. I, I think our defense is fine. I really do. I think we need shooters because – when AD's out there, shooters help. But if AD misses, if AD misses, the way you build a team around LeBron James is shooters. Luka Doncic on the Dallas Mavericks. People may say, hey, the team, the team's just a bunch of role players. He, 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 he. Those role players have one thing in common. They can shoot the basketball. If you've got a guy who's dominant as a passer, as a playmaker, and the big man doesn't step up like KP's not stepping up, the way you make up for it is him scoring and the other guy shooting. And when the other guys hit shots, they can't help on LeBron. You saw the one time LeBron drove and uh, DeAndre Aiden jumped past the Wesley Matthews, hit a three. It was a great play. But most of the time, Wesley bricks that shot. And it's not a great play because we just don't have enough shooters. Like, I was like, dude, Figure out how to get Joe Harris. Figure out how to get a guy like that. Figure out how to do that. Go go do that. We didn't do that. Instead, we spent our money on big men who we don't even play. Huh. Like, I, 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 just, I just want to say this. Andre Drummond, who was starting every other game before this, didn't play a minute. He didn't play a minute. Montrezl Harrell played like 24 minutes this series. We're paying him like $16 million. And then you have a dude making $30 million who didn't play. And then you got LeBron missing layups. Like, <laughs> it just – it wasn't happening. It, it wasn't. And I can shit on LeBron all day. Dude played lazy as shit. Didn't get back on defense. Didn't look like he cared. He gave up like four different times in the ball game, But it is what it is. I, I guess I, I got to keep sharing for him. I don't – I don't know how to, it's hard as a Kobe guy, but like I'm kind of glad he's on my team because he like he got me Anthony Davis. But 
And we're going to see if we go get a third guy or not. That That's the that's the big question. Yeah. Um, a third guy would help a lot. But I do think that it would be better to spread the money around with role players and defenders. But those – they're not actually plenty. I think that there – are there more – superstar level players like star level players than there are no. like really good role players like three and d really good no. role players no there there's more like jay crowder ass niggas there's more like borderline superstars than role players like there's more guys that you're like they're kind of there but they're not there but like in my mind there's only like i don't know eight eight superstars like okay. something like that. Like, like, like I don't think I'm, like, like Paul George is Paul George a superstar? Not a superstar. He's like an he's like a star all star level type player. So let's let's say all star. Let's say all star level type players because there's always like four guys that get snubbed from snubbed from all star because it's only a limited amount of spots. So let's say yeah. that there are what it's, no, is well, it twelve guys per team on the all star. Is there, it fifteen? Yeah, there's twelve. There's twelve. But 12? there's also two guys that make it in the East who probably don't deserve it in the West. <laughs> all right. So we'll say, we'll say 26 guys that are like all-star level in the NBA. Yeah. So then how many like great role players like you, like this is just there's a not, fantastic there's role not, player. There's not 26 of those. No, I, I, I am, <laughs> I'm with that. I'm yeah. with that. I just, yeah, no, that, 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 that is true. But the the problem is a lot of those twenty six guys, like, think they think they're like the top ten guys, and they're not. Like that's just how it is. But yes, you can say like we need to get like we probably shouldn't pay a third guy. But like, here's what we have to pay a third guy: the money from Montrez Harrell <laughs> and Dennis Schroeder. We didn't play. We didn't play Montrez. Dennis was very average. Like, you could be playing Bradley Beal that money. Kyle Lowry. I I think I think there is a very good chance Kyle Lowry is on our basketball team next year if we can't get someone of a higher standard. He's going to be – we're going to be paying him $30 million. That's his question. What is he, that like, is, 35? He's probably 86, but he did take a charge in the All-Star game, so – you gotta count for something. Um, I, like who knows? Like, I I don't. There's gonna be hella rumors for like. It, here here's my thing. I wanted Clay Thompson. That was that's my like dream. That's that's who fits our team the most. I think we should we should call up Washington, and say Bradley Beal is worth how many first round picks? How many of them? You want 30, 45, 57? Goddamn, one hundred and twenty nine. Like just send send them all. Just send them all. Figure it out. Because we're not, we can't get Devin Booker because he just kicked our ass. Let's get the next best thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I don't know. But ooh. who knows? Yeah, heck yeah. We got we to gotta think about this. Uh, eventually, we're, we're going to have to think about where D-Book lands in our two-guard spots. Like, as far oh, as we ranking, talk about this. He's he's a bucket. What happened? There's only well, I guess I guess you went there. We talked about this with Michael the other night. You like yeah. 
Do you like Bradley Beal or Devin Booker more? I like D Book more because he's taller. Neither so one of them the play just great defense, but he's taller. Um, let's see. If you move hard to one, if you move hard to I, one, that's what we're saying. Uh, my, I always said, um, who would you choose? Whether have like Clay Thompson or D Book, and I guess that depends on what kind of team that you are. Um, so he possibly, he could be number one, man. He could be that's number what, one. I'm thinking about. That's what I was saying. Uh, could be the best two guard in the league. I would have to go down my list of two guards and think about it. I mean, Jimmy, Jimmy's good. He played like crap this series, but he's still really exists. good. Um, let's see. Like there's Kyrie, like a point guard, but he plays it too. Yeah. If we're if we're yeah. moving if we're moving hard no. to the one, so then are Ky- we considering Kyrie a two? Kyrie, Kyrie is a two. You has to if 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 Harden's a one, Kyrie's a two. And okay, and is Devin he better Booker, than Kyrie? Devin, Devin Booker's better than Kyrie. I think so. What? I think I think Clay Thompson's better than Kyrie too. I, what? I might say is Bradley Beal better than Kyrie? I think it's close. Now you smoking. Now you smoking. No. I think it's close. <laughs> hey man. Hey. No. Start a franchise. Start a franchise. Kyrie Irving and Clay Thompson tomorrow. I know damn um, well you're picking Clay Thompson. Okay, considering he's healthy. Like, he, he comes back, he's the same. Yeah, dude, but Kyrie health, too. Like, the main knees and shoulders and things don't be working either. So, right. that's, okay. that's both, really the issue. They're both fully healthy. <sighs> totally healthy. Um, can I get, like, a complimentary superstar? Hmm? Or am I starting my franchise with this dude? You're starting your franchise with him. That, that he doesn't have to be your best player. If I'm, start, starting, if I'm starting my franchise – if I'm starting my franchise with a guy and he has to be my best player, I'm probably choosing book out of the, out of those four guys, Bill, Clay. I didn't I didn't uh, ask Kyrie you that. And, yeah. Didn't but that. Clay and Clay and Kyrie. Clay and um, Kyrie. Man, uh probably probably Clay, but I still think Kyrie's better. No, if that makes any sense. I no, do. You don't. I, I do because th- uh, there are things I, think I can think. do with Clay that I can't do with Kyrie. I think you think you think Kyrie's better. Like you're like in your head, you're like, yeah, Kyrie's better. Because like, would you rather have Kyrie or Paul George? That's a question. Um, God, that one. So Paul George is basically Clay Thompson, a little bit lesser three, but he can handle the ball, and we've seen him like on his own team or whatever. Don't. Don't compare. Don't compare. And he played play play defense. They got choppers on offense. Um, no, I would no, take. No, no, no. Yes, no. yes. No one. One is a one, player. One. One is one is the good scorer that can shoot. Like he can shoot. Yeah. It's not. His, it's not his main thing. The other dude is a great shooter. He can score. He's a great shooter. He can score. There's differences. No, Paul. I think exactly. I'd rather. I think I'd rather go Paul George over Kyrie. But in the instance, I will say I think Kyrie is better than Paul George. But there is a factor. One is 6'8". I've seen, I've seen a wing do that, and he can play defense, and I can figure something else out. Exactly. I mean, obviously, here's the thing. The Clippers aren't great because their team construction is a wing with a wing. Like, 
if Kyrie was just with a guard, it wouldn't work either. So, like, it, it's not really a, a hate on Paul George for that. And I've seen Paul George too. Like, I have. He Obviously, he was way off P, pandemic P, trash can P, all that stuff last year. But he's playing good right now. And if we're if we're if we're if we're including injuries, Kyrie can never play a whole season. And if he does, if he is healthy, if somehow he is healthy, he will try to write a paper on why the earth is flat and miss some games. So I'll take Paul George. But here's what I would tell Paul George. I'm the GM. I'm the coach, whatever I am. Paul George is going to endorse the Marshawn Lynch um, interview process. He's not going to answer questions. I don't want him telling me he's going to – He's gonna. I don't want to say, hey, you better watch out for me. I'm going to be balling. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear any soft-ass shit until you win a championship. I would go up there, I'm just here so I don't get fined. I'm just here so I don't get fined. That's it. That's his only answers. He can be on my team. Those those are the only things. Yeah. Um Kyrie Kyrie could Kyrie could like run my uh like if I had to find an organization. It wasn't a basketball team. It was like uh like we had to we had to donate to like charity. We had to figure out how to get all the food to homeless people. Kyrie can run that organization for me. Not a basketball team. But he can he can run some run some stuff for me. It'd be dope. Um, so yeah, no, I think, I think Clay Thompson, I mean, not Clay, uh, D book. Yeah. He might be number one behind him, maybe in Donovan Mitchell, Donovan Mitchell, balls hard. Um, Donovan and Clay. Well, dude, um, Clay Thompson is a, is a premium. You don't get, he's literally the best role player you can get a guy that can just chop down threes and play spectacular defense. It, you can't get any better than that if you want a supplemental superstar. We can't – well, we haven't seen him on his own team. We don't know what he would be able to do on his own. But as far as a second guy, I don't think you can get any better unless your second guy is literally like a Shaq and Kobe or a LeBron and D-Wade yeah. type deal. Like, otherwise, you can't get a better second guy. Um, but moving on, let's uh, talk about some of these first round series. Um, do we remember our predictions? We'll, we'll start on the West. Uh, so we knew Utah would beat Memphis. They beat them 4-1. Uh, the Clippers-Dallas series is still going on. Denver-Portland. Do you remember who you went for with that series? I would have 100% said Denver. I, I can't. I can't. I, I don't think I've ever, like, Seen Portland in a series and been like, yeah, they're they're definitely gonna win. Like it's like, <laughs> maybe Dame scores seventy and they pull it out, but like, no. I think that I think because we had the chance to beat them, I went with Portland. Um, but we already knew what was gonna happen. Portland, yeah, we can't we can't defend, and that's really what it is. I think that if we could actually play defense. We probably would have won that series because we do we did have two of the three best players. Uh CJ kind of at the end in the last few games kind of stunk it up. Not gonna lie, he did not play his best. Um, made some critical mistakes in that game five, I believe, where Dame had like 55 points. Um I mean it's it's just the same story with Portland. Can't really defend, so they have to outscore their op opponents. And if they have somebody that can just consistently 
score on the other side, like, I don't know, Nikolai Jokic, the future MVP of this league this year. Um, a guy that was getting – like Nurkic, we were doing good whenever Nurkic played and he defended um, Nikolai Jokic, but Jokic would always get him in foul trouble. Like the last two, three games down the stretch, Nurkic was not on the floor because he had he had like four fouls in the third quarter, and then he'd eventually go and foul out. And then Enos Cantor, amazing on offense, equally awful on defense. So it was pretty much no chance there. And then Michael Porter Jr., he showed up first game, had some some duds the next few games, and then after that he showed up the next few games. I think he hit like six threes uh, in one of the last two games. I think he, I'm pretty sure he shot like 50, 40, like 70 over the last few games, I think about 15 points. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised that Portland lost, not surprised at all. Um, I'm glad that we put up some good games. Um, but moving on. Uh, oh, wait, did you have hey, any thoughts I do about wanna, Portland Denver? Well, I just I just want to say, well, talk about CJ. MPJ out, outperformed him in the big moments. And then yeah. I would say I heard a rumor that the Blazers are interested in our assistant coach, Jason Kidd. How do you feel about Jason Kidd? Well, I think the headline that Bleacher Report put out is if Terry Stotts, Jason Kidd, if Terry Stotts gets fired, that means Terry Stotts is about to get fired. And right. Jason Kidd is our coach. Don't want him. Not going to lie. Don't want him. That may, <laughs> unless, unless he's gotten significantly better than what he did with the Bucks. Now, I will give Jason Kidd the credit of putting the ball in Giannis's hands because Giannis like became this, what he is now kind of under Jason Kidd. He just got, kept getting better and better. He Jason Kidd put the ball in Giannis's hands. But um, I don't think that that would help us at all. Like, I, I think our players kind of know what they're doing now. Of course, the coach has a different philosophy, a different scheme. But I don't think Jason Kidd is the guy to do it. Especially, I don't know, really know him as like a great defensive coach. And I think that's what we need, honestly, because we have all the offensive firepower in the world. We need some defensive players and a defensive coach. Yeah, I like it's it's hard to hate on Jason Kidd because I, I, as a player, love that dude. Like he is, he's like the most underrated point guard who's still like highly rated. Yeah, he's just he's a stud, like complete stud. And I think he was actually a pretty good defender for like what he was in the league. Yeah, but like. Him as a head coach, especially on y'all's team, it doesn't make a lot of sense. When I saw that report, I was like, like, here's the thing. When when a point guard <clears throat> or a point guard type player becomes a coach, you're like, okay, he's going to develop the point guard. Like that, That's like the main thing. He's going to develop the point guard around the team, and it's, that's what's going to make it work. You think of more of an offensive team. And it's like Damian Lillard doesn't need to be worked on. It's just it's, – the whole system and everyone else around him and the defense. And it's like, all right. So, yes, Damian Lillard could probably figure out how to pass a little better with Jason Kidd being there. But that's it. And you don't need, barely even need that. So, like, as an assistant coach, I love Jason Kidd. As a head coach on a non-defensive team with a superstar point guard, uh, I don't – that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I I don't know. I, I don't – I don't just I just wonder what he would come to the table and say, like, in his interview process, like, what would it be his plan? Because I, I don't know the plan. I don't think you know the plan. Like, unless 
unless they get some superstar wing Kawhi Leonard on the basketball team, what what is this team's true ceiling without the ability of playing defense? So, I, no, that, maybe Jason, I mean, that's maybe Jake is going to come and that's play. Literally, it. Yeah, yeah. Is he going to come and play? <laughs> right. They're going to be our sign, uh, set guard. They're going to sign Jason Kidd, trade CJ McCollum for a wing, and then hey, well, you're good. Thanks. But, thanks. Anyway, um, yeah. Now it's yeah. I don't think Jason Kidd is the. I'm not sure if Jason Kidd is the right coach and hire, but once again, I think it is uh, definitely coaching. Um, actually, not not anything against Terry Stotts. I'm saying like coaching does definitely play a part, but I think yep. that it's mostly um, the roster that we're handed. Uh, the roster that not yep. we're handed, we built the roster, right? Um, but uh, nobody wants to play in Oregon. Oregon, yeah. Portland, Oregon has the most strip clubs per capita. And nobody wants to go. So I don't really know what else they can do. Hey, yeah, no, it, 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 it is uh, quality over quantity. So having a bunch of strip clubs probably means the most of them suck. But, yeah, like like we were talking about the defense, like uh, what Nurkic gets in foul trouble. And you're like, okay, they're going to bring in cancer. No, no, we're going to go small ball and put Robert Covington on Jokic. Nothing against Robert Covington. He, he can play defense but not on the seven-foot new version of Dirk. Like, no, that that's not going to work. So, I don't, I don't endorse that plan. And it's not Terry Stott's fault that he had to do that because he's like, all right, I'm going to put Ennis Cancer. Like, Ennis Cancer, he – like, if it was like, hey, I want you to stop this superstar big man or I want you to eat 100 burgers in five minutes. Probably got a better easily the burgers. burgers. Yeah, like easily the burgers. Especially if you like dip them in water, like gets get a little moisture in there. He could he probably get to it. But anyway, easily. okay. I want to I want to ask you, the Jazz. The Jazz won the series. They lost yep. one game. They yep. were too close. There was two close games. They won both of them, and they lost the game where Donovan Mitchell didn't play. Donovan Mitchell came back, looked spectacular the second he came back, which tells me. They let him rest for an excessive amount of time, and he's fine. The Jazz are now going to play the winner of the Clippers and Mavericks series. Should they be favored against both those basketball teams? Sweet. Jazz giving one of them the broom. You think so? Uh, No. Uh, I do think that if they do end up playing the Dallas Mavericks – they will win that game. I think that they have the bodies to throw at Luka, and no one else on that team can defend. I think the Jazz are going to the conference finals um, versus the Clippers as well. Which means they're going um, to the finals. Dude, that is highly, highly possible. Um, I would say against the Clippers, um, well, I don't think that Kawhi or Paul George would be able to guard Donovan Mitchell. Um, I think that they have the team around Donovan Mitchell to get to get it done. And I don't think that the Clippers have the team around them to stop what Utah is doing. And if they drop to the basket, they got to go bear in the center. There'll be nothing in the center for them to hit. So, uh, yeah, dude, Utah, Utah might go to the finals, but I do think they will beat both of those teams. They should be favorite. Yes. I, I, 
here's the thing. As like a like I kind of hate the Clippers, but I I think they have a good chance against the Jazz. And I know I've made some bets to where I shouldn't be cheering for the Jazz, but I have this Jazz hat and it's purple and it looks nice. I kind of want to see the Jazz play the Mavericks. I think that would be a hell of a series. Like I, I really think that would be the best series besides the Bucks and Nets. I think I just think that's gonna be I think that's gonna be an amazing series to watch. Obviously, the Suns and uh, Nuggets is gonna be fun to watch. I really don't know what the hell is gonna happen there, but yeah, I want to see I want to see Jazz and Mavericks. Like as a, as an NBA fan, Jazz and Mavericks, Nuggets, Suns, Bucks. And Nets, and then the other series doesn't no one cares about. But those three series is <laughs> that's pretty nice. That's a pretty nice lineup. Yeah, facts, facts. Um, we'll we'll get to the uh, semi conference because we gotta have our predictions. But uh, let's finish up. Let's go East. Um, Philly, Washington. We knew what was gonna happen there. Um, what we didn't know is Embiid would get hurt. Not really yeah. sure how bad his injury is. If Philly is able to get past Atlanta, he might be able to come back for the conference finals. And I would love to see Embiid versus uh, Giannis or Kevin Durant. Um, but if that does not happen, like I, I, unless you have something to say about Washington, it's not really much to say. They had two superstar players, didn't have really much else, and we knew that they would get stumped. Like I, I'm, I'm not really sure if there's anything else to say about that, but. Um, we'll get to their predictions. Let's move down. Atlanta, New York. Who did you have uh, in Atlanta and the Atlanta, New York series? Because I definitely went with Atlanta. I think I think I picked New York in seven. I thought yeah. I think I thought it was gonna be. I think I, I think I just kind of went with went with the just the next bandwagon hop on the train. I will say, <laughs> as a Randall guy, I literally said, like, watch out, this dude's gonna struggle in the playoffs, and it's just it just happens. It's just like, all right, are you like a truly a superstar? Probably not. Can you shoot threes consistently really well? Probably not. You're going to struggle in the playoffs. That's just kind of how it is, and it happened. And that's – I guess that's the reason why I lost. I think what people didn't – including me – didn't get was this Atlanta Hawks team is different than the Atlanta Hawks team was three months ago. They seem to play hard. They don't seem to suck at defense. And they got a bunch of guys to score the basketball. Like, like everyone talks about the Rondo move to the Clippers. No one talked about it for the Hawks. They got Lou Will out of a backup point guard they weren't using. It works. Bogdanovich is cold. John Collins is cold. Trey Young bodied them. So, like, the Atlanta Hawks team is not as bad as I thought it was. I guess I just kind of slept on them a little bit. But the Knicks, I mean, the Knicks are just the Knicks. I mean, this is it. Are, are we going to see them in the playoffs next year? Like, every, everyone's talking about their jump. I could easily make see them making the jump the other way again. Like, it would not surprise me if they're the 11 seed next year. Dude, no, there were um... – and by good, I mean good by the East standards. Good teams that did not end up in the playoffs. Um, so, yes, easily. Like the Raptors, they were riddled with injuries last year. Uh, the Hornets didn't end up making the play-in. Um, let's see, the Pacers didn't end up making it into the play-in. 
So, yeah, they, that's three teams that could easily take their spot next year if they continue to get better. So, yeah, no, they, they could easily be out of there. And even the Bulls, they retooled. Um, they didn't play great, but they'll have another year to get better. So, yeah, they, they could easily be out of the playoffs next year. Yeah. Um, uh, Embiid. Yeah. I, I it's just when, when a big guy has a knee injury, you say he could come back next series i i think if he comes back he probably won't be the same and yes i would i want to see fully healthy Giannis first and be that that's what, that's all i've wanted for like my whole life but like it's just probably not going to happen now now that, that doesn't mean they're not going to win the series i think the Sixers can still win the series but um i hope he's okay like i i just i worry about big dudes and knees that scares me andrew bynum he was supposed to be this guy and then there's like a knee, then a knee, then a knee, then just out the league. I was just like, all right. Yeah, so the Hawks, yes. Talking about their their team. So they have Lou Will. Lou Will is a so perennial six-man-of-the-year candidate. He did not play much this series. He played 47 minutes in their, I think, what, six games? It was six games, right? Um, uh, Trey Young, five. Five, five, five games. Yeah. Trey Young, Bogdanovich, Collins, Gallinari, Kevin Horter, DeAndre Hunter, yeah. and Clint Compella all scored more than Lou Will. That is seven guys in basically double digits for the Hawks. And I don't think that the Knicks had any offense that could compete with them. Let's see. Looking at the Knicks stats, Derrick Rose in double digits, Julius Randle, Alec Burks, and R.J. Barrett with 13. Everyone else in single digits, uh, Reggie Bullock, he averaged like eight points per game. Um, if you have 32-year-old Derrick Rose being your leading scorer, um, <clears throat> I don't see you winning many playoff games. No. So was it – so was it the Haw- – like, did the Hawks perform well or did the Knicks just stink? Um, <clears throat> I think that a little bit of both. I think that the Hawks – perform great I think that they had the offensive firepower to knock down the knee the Knicks because they just could not score they played hard yep. uh you said that they were a team that just played hard on defense and I think you were correct a lot of times over the NBA season it's 82 games this year it was 72 games uh, a lot of teams they play hard I guess if they're close at the end they'll play hard but hard for 48 minutes over a game I doubt it I'm sure Tibbs was on his team's ass and was like Play hard, you gotta play defense, go get the rebound. But every other team is like, all right, bro, we're gonna go through some sets. We're gonna try and score some points. If we're in the game, we're gonna go for it. If not in the game, I mean it is what it is. So um, yeah, I think that's kind of where their record came from, where their defensive standings came from. Cause they would like slow the game down. They didn't score a lot of points. But um, whenever they ended up in the playoffs, they ended up in half court sets. You have to be able to have guys that can create shots and knock down the open ones, and they did not have that. So that's where the Hawks come in and get the dub. Yeah, I think I think Gallinari's very big for them and Bogdanovich. Like, I, I think those two yes. guys, it's just like, all right, like, say what you want. Gallo's been a bucket for the last Ever. eight years. Like, Ever. just exclusively a bucket. And – People just like kind of pass him around. 
He helps every team he's on. He doesn't like he doesn't shoot just dumb shots. Like every shot he takes, he's I seem like I feel like it's going in. So like as a as a guy who's a scorer like that who doesn't take dumb shots, like that's very valuable. Bogdanovich as a playmaker, I think it was kind of slept on. People were like, yeah, this dude's a really good shooter. And it's like, yes, he is a really good shooter, but he also can score and he can pass. And then like, so when you have a guy like Trey Young and then you have your shooting guard be able to like play make like that. That's nice. Like that. That is a very good situation, and I can't say I, I can't say enough about the new coach. Like whatever happened to make them become this normal basketball team that with has talent, but they play like an NBA team should, and it works. Now, will it work against elite teams? Probably not, but that's just because that's who they are. I mean, your 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 second best player being Bogdanovich. Or Gallo's probably not the best option, but they're really good, like third pieces, fourth pieces. Like they're really good at that. Yeah, um, <clears throat> I agree. And the thing, um, they're big men. John Collins, he said he turned down uh, an extension. I heard that he had uh, some quarrels with the teams, possibly wanting yeah. to get traded to another team, but he seems pretty happy now. Um, and then Clint yeah. Capella. He's out there eating boards and catching lobs. That's that's what you need for your big man. So I think they have a solid team, and they have a pecking order. They know their pecking order, and that is very valuable whenever it comes to a team, to any team. If you know your role and you play it well, you'll win some games, and that's what Atlanta has. So that is good on them. We'll see how it works out in the next round with the Embiid list. Philadelphia 76ers team, yeah. um, but we'll get to that. Uh, moving yeah. on, we'll, we'll smack Milwaukee, Miami, because it really ain't much to say here. Uh, one, I thought Miami would actually compete or beat the Bucks. I did not. Go. I did not see Miami playing as bad as they did. Like Jimmy Butler, I think that he shot, let's see, he shot 29% for the series field goal 29 percent only averaged 14 points uh Drogic, he led the team in scoring he did that last year so that's not super surprising uh bam played as good as he does in the regular season um and then after that like it really wasn't much from anybody else uh they couldn't stop Giannis, chris middleton or drew holiday and i think that game one where chris middleton hits the game winner that was their chance. That was their best chance to get a game, and they didn't, and that was it. I was about to say, but, like, yes, you can say they played awful. Besides game one, besides game one, which they probably should have won, and but they didn't, and you lose that game, and everyone in the world and me, I picked the Bucs. I, I, I picked the Bucs to go to the finals, so, like, obviously I was sticking to it. Game one, it made me a little nervous, but I was like, once they pulled it out, I'm like, it's going to be a long series, but like they're going to get it. It wasn't a long series. It wasn't even close to a long series. And, yes, I, I love Jimmy Butler. I really do. He he did not perform. Bam didn't take the second leap. Like, Duncan, Duncan Robinson played well. Goran Draghi played well. But we got to we gotta discuss this. So, there was this dude, right? Everyone was hyping him up. He was balling out. What in the world happened to Tyler Hero? What happened to him? Where did he go? 
Did he go back to college? Well, what? Where did Where did he go? What What happened? Let's see. He got a hot girlfriend, and okay. he was in a uh, hot song. And usually, whenever that happens, um, you know, downhill from there. Downhill from there. So basically, basically, Devin Booker passed the Jenner curse to him without him dating a Jenner. Is that is that what we're telling? Is that what's happening? Because something D Book beat some shit, but Tyler Tyler couldn't beat some shit. So I don't know. But that was bad. But hey, is this Bucks team for real, man? <clears throat> All right, so is I was it? thinking about this. Um, the adding of Mill- Two Holiday right when it happened. Okay, I was just saying, when they added Drew Holiday, it sounded amazing. I loved it, and then it kind of didn't work out right away, but now it might be working out. You can go. Yeah. Um, we already talked about Chris Middleton being the second best player on a championship team. Probably not the move. That I don't think that that would happen. Him being the third best player on a championship team, I think that he would be good. Can Drew Holiday be the second best player on a championship team? With the stats that he's putting up, with his abilities, I think that he can. Because Drew Holiday is really good on offense. He can go get you 20. He can shoot. He's not the greatest three-point shooter, but he's a capable three-point shooter. And he can move the ball. He's a good guard. He can move the ball. I think he averaged nine assists this series. Um, But as good as he is on offense, he's way better on defense, dude. He can lock dudes up. And that is the thing. That's why Jimmy Butler performed so terribly. He shot 30% for this series. Drew Holiday, D-Locks. So him being the second best player, of course, next to Giannis, they might be able to get it done. Now, Brooke Lopez, solid role player. Um, Brian Forbes, he came in knocking down everything. Like, he didn't miss threes. Let's see. He shot he – shot, 48% from three this series. Will he be able to keep that up? Not really sure. Bobby Portis is solid. Uh, Pat Connaughton, solid. Um, so, yeah, if, they're, if their role players can keep it up, because I believe that their starters will, as far as Giannis, um, Drew Holiday, and Chris Middleton goes, uh, yeah, dude, they, they might have a chance. Let's think about the matchup between them and Brooklyn. So, Giannis on KD, uh, Drew Holiday – on Kyrie or James Harden, I probably put Drew on James Harden, and then Chris Middleton on Kyrie. Middleton, I don't. He can. He's a solid defender, and he's a little bit bigger than Kyrie, so he could give him yeah. some trouble. So yeah, and then I guess it'd be role player city. See whose role players would be next. But I think that obviously it'd be more net starters uh, versus like Bucks team. So yeah, I mean, possible. It's possible. Yeah, I mean, I, I think they're going to win the series. I really do. I think the Bucks. T- yeah. You talked about Brent Forbes, and, like, yes, he hit a bunch of shots on the Heat, and maybe the Heat aren't good at defense. Here's what I know. Player stats don't tend to go down when you play the Nets. They tend to go up because they don't play any defense. And you just talk about those matchups. Those matchups don't sound awful for guys to throw at the Nets superstars. But you know what they sound awful for? If those guys attempt to guard those Bucks players, those are all bad matchups. Those are terrible matchups. Kyrie Irving guarding anyone on that team is just like, whoa, wait a minute, hold up. They couldn't guard Giannis. I will we'll say our predictions for a little bit, but like, no, nah, 
I like the Bucks. I I really do. I think I think this team is is as for real as Budenholzer can make it because Budenholzer is still a problem. But having those three guys out there, like I think Drew Holiday as just like a leader on the team. Obviously, Chris Middleton's not the best leader, and when Giannis is your leader, it's I don't know. He's 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 kind of like a it's like a mix of like Kawhi and LeBron. Like he's like this kind of talking leader, but he kind of leads by example. I don't know. It, it's just like a it's a weird it's a weird thing for him. But like a Drew Holiday is is a guy. Like he's just a guy you want on your team. Like I think. I think a lot of the reason AD kind of is how he is is because he played with Drew Holiday a lot of his career. Like I think I think that affected him in a very positive way, and I think it's going to do the same thing to a guy like Chris Middleton and Giannis and the other guys. They just got to hit open shots. Yep. Like that's it, and then they're just really hard to beat. But. Indeed, indeed. All right, um, let's talk about one of the most fun series of this first round. And obviously it did not last that long. It only went five games, but boy, was it a joy to watch. Brooklyn versus Boston. We got everything that we could ever wanted out of Kyrie, uh, James Harden and KD. I think KD shot Kevin Durant, 32 points, 54% from the field, 50 from three, 92 from the line. Harden was about the same. I think he had like 26, 50, 40, 90. Kyrie was at like 24, 50, 40, 90. That, that's what we expected to see from Brooklyn's big three. But then yeah. on the other side, Tatum without his running mate and Jalen Brown, he put up buckets. He would not be denied. He got a game on his own, uh, yeah. dropped a 50-piece. But he was just scoring 30, 30, 30 every night. They, they couldn't stop him. He was giving everybody that wanted any. He was giving it to him. Um, so that was a super fun series to watch. But the the out, I guess, the fallout from that series. Danny Ainge steps down as president. Um, Brad Stevens moves up as president. Do you think that this is a good move for the Celtics going forward? Here, Brad Stevens, as a coach, He's he's like he's very, he was compared to Popovich. He's very similar in a sense of he can make good like average players play a lot better. He tends not to be great with superstars. We've kind of seen it. But who who's to say he's going to be good at this role? Like I I don't know. Like I really don't know if he's going to be. Is he GM president? What is he president? Uh, they moved him to president. They have not announced him as GM. He'd just be like the president of basketball operation. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like I saw, I saw Magic Johnson kind of fail at this role. So I like I, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't really know. It, it, it depends on who the coach, who who they hire as a coach. Is he gonna pick the coach? Should he just know. be the coach, or maybe he's done? I mean, I, I'm just confused why he why he says. He said he was burnt out of coaching, but he wants a job in the same organization that is, like, more higher leverage. Like, yes, less menial work, but, like, more higher leverage stuff. It, it kind of confuses me. Like, he's he's a young guy. Like, he's, he's already burnt out of coaching, or did he just fail at coaching? 
and he just wants to say he burns out. Like I, I don't know. Yeah, it's, not not really sure on that move. And I'm what else? I guess we'll see what he chooses his GM, who he chooses as GM, and what his GM will be able to do to retool that team because they definitely don't want to get a Tatum and Brown. Like that's that shouldn't be an option. You don't want to what? Get rid of uh, Jason oh, Tatum oh, and Jalen oh, Brown. I used to be don't want to get Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. And I was like, if they can get two more guys like that, I, I think they think they take that. That <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. Yeah, no, they, they gotta they got they gotta keep those guys. Gotta figure out what to put around them. Figure out the big man situation. Figure out how you're gonna play offense. But it, for for a series that you get be four one, you gotta take a couple good things away. Marcus Smart wasn't good the whole season. He seemed to play better in the playoffs, seems to get back to where he kind of was. And Jason Tatum just might be a superstar. And he balled out. Like I, like I, like I said, the Nets aren't that good defensively. But at the same time, when you have, like, no one else scoring for you and you're just scoring, it's because you're really good. And that dude is a freaking stud. So it's nice to see that. It really is. Indeed. Do we think that Tatum could possibly be the best player in the league someday? Number one. So he's competing with guys like Luca. He's competing with still younger guys like Devin yeah. Booker, um, Anthony Davis, only like 26, 27, um, Zion. Do we think that Jason Tatum could one day leapfrog all those guys and be just that number one guy? I, I, we talked about this the other day. Kobe were saying they didn't think he could be top five, and I just – I was confused. I think he can be the best player in the league. I think he easily can. Like, here's, here's the thing. The guy who can score the ball the best has always has a chance to get – be the best player. I think, I think he has the ability to score the ball the best. Like, I think he can. I'm not saying he is the best scorer. I'm just saying, like, he has that ability to be the best scorer in the league. I mean, you combine that with the fact that he's 6'8", He's not a bad passer. He's not a bad defender. I, I think he has a chance. I really do. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if he will be able to be the best as far as – unless his defense takes a jump um, and they put, like, the right team around him because we'll never know if he's the best if they don't put the right team around him, uh, even in the late 80s. Like, Jordan was – better than everybody, but they didn't put the best team around him at that time, so nobody, yeah. like, just said that he was the best. So we shall see if that is the case. And then just Jason Tatum have that motor. Will he be able to play like he played this series where he was yeah. the number one guy and he was just constantly scoring? Um, and if he did play like that, like, how would the team react around him? So it's a bunch of factors. I think that some guys have the physical abilities – that could be um, more prevalent for basketball over him. And then guys like Luca, he might have a more all-around game um, while still averaging 30 points. So that would be the argument versus Tatum. But if he could yeah. just consistently put up buckets like he did and then average, what, like 10 rebounds, eight, nine rebounds, he could have an argument. But I'm not sure if he would ever be the number one guy. Okay, so, like, let's say 
in like in five years, like in five years, Katie, yep. LeBron, Steph, Harden, all those guys should be prime, at least like pretty significantly out of their prime. You're looking at Giannis. You're looking at Zion. You're looking at Luca. You're looking at guys like Job, maybe Anthony Edwards, like a lot of those guys. Like who besides Luca? Who are you looking at and saying like that guy is going to be better than Jason Tatum? Um, I think Jokic and B, depending on how long they can go for. Okay. Um, how old is Jokic? Do you know? Jokic, I believe he is. I mean, I can find out in like two seconds. Nikola Jokic, 25, 25 okay. years old. Five years, he'll be 30. He'd be in the middle of his prime. Um, Jokic and Bede, they could be there. I think they could still be better than him. Um, Luca, like I said, because he has like the more all around game. Now, if Tatum becomes like a lockdown defender and he's averaging 30 on like 51. 43% shooting from three, then I could see an argument for him being better than Luca. Um, depending on what Zion does, because he's already averaging like 24 points, 25 points on 60% shooting. He's like a mini Shaq, like a mini moving Shaq. That, that'll be hard to defend against. Um, so yeah, it's we we are lucky to be born at the time that we were born at. Yeah, and see this NBA because it is a gluttony of talent in the NBA right now. It's nuts. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, I I look at it and I I think I think uh, I I kind of I, I keep forgetting that Jokic is young. He doesn't seem young. He's just fucking he's been doing this for a long time. But like Jokic, Jokic, Giannis, Luca, and Tatum. I think that's uh, I think that's obviously it's not like secure or anything. But like, if I had to bet, those guys will be in the top five, and then in five years, like I don't, I don't, I just don't see any of those guys falling. Embiid is just injury issues, and he, I don't know, if he's fully healthy, yes, he will one hundred percent be there. But I think though, I think those four guys are pretty stable in it. And then obviously, we got to figure out what the hell Zion is. And right. I still don't know. I don't. I really don't know. Like I, am, I think he's I am a weapon. He's weapon eggs, bro. That man, put him on the right team. He is weapon X. You're not going to stop him. You just got to worry about stopping everybody else. I think that he is obviously not Kevin Durant, but I think that he is a Kevin Durant-like scorer in the fact that you can't stop him from getting buckets. Like, there is no answer. Um, now, the team around him, not really sure what type of team that you would have to build around him. Would he be good on a Golden State-type team where you just have a Steph and Clay D-esque type players around him that play defense, or would he be better on a team like, I don't know, the Miami Heat, where, of course, they have shooters and whatnot, but they all they just play like a hard-nosed brand of basketball. So whoever is his coach, they'll have to figure that out. I don't think Stan Van Gundy is the guy. Because um, I don't think that – I think that Memphis had a better team – in the fact that they had a pecking order, I think that they have a really good coach. Did the Pelicans really have a pecking order? Did they really know what they were going to do with Brandon Ingram? Because I think Brandon Ingram, you take the top three guys on the Pelicans-Memphis team, two of them are on the Pelicans. But the rest down, 
they might be all Grizzlies. And even if they are, like, you can just – it's not a hard to exchange, like, Alonzo for a De- – or for a Bane or for a um, – what's my boy, Brooks? Um, oh, Brooks. So, yeah, I think that that was most like a coaching issue. They have to figure out what they're going to do with their team. Um, but, yeah, Zion – Zion on the right team, dude, he, I don't think he'll be stopped. Yeah, I guess I, in, injury scare me and just his like um, his ability to get like a one on one bucket. But like, obviously, I think I think he's like 100 percent going to be like a top 10 player. I just don't know. I don't know his true ceiling, but obviously, like, if he, like figure, yeah, like if he figures out like <clears throat> some like I, he doesn't have to get like a bunch of jump shots, just like get a couple a couple of spots on the floor where you can shoot from and a couple like go-to moves and he'll be good. But like, we've just, I've just said that about a couple guys and it's like, like Ben Simmons still can't shoot. Giannis really still can't shoot. So no. it's just, it's hard to say when this guy gets this, when it's like, they usually already have it or they don't get it. So I don't know. It, it, it's it's a weird scenario, but he he's definitely must watch TV, and he has obviously has superstar potential. Indeed, indeed. All right, uh, let's talk about some of the best players this series, and then we'll wrap it up. So, <clears throat> I made like a top seven list. Okay. Um, so I had Drew Holiday at seven, fifteen and nine, uh, nine point eight assists. Uh, 6.8 rebounds. Um, I had Morant at 6, 31.7 assists, 48% field goal. Harden at 5, 26 points, 11 assists, 50, 54% from the field, 45 from three. Trey Young, I had at 4, 28 and 10, 47, 36, 95 from the free throw. Um, Luca, so the top three was tight. The top three was uh, tight. And by the way, this was before I made this list actually the day that Dame dropped his 55. So he will probably move into that. I think this was, yeah, I made this list like yesterday, maybe. Um, or day before. Either, either way, um, I have my top three is tight, but I had Luca at three, uh, 33. 8.3 assists, eight rebounds, 48% field goal, 40 from three. Um, and then my top two, I could not decide who was playing better. Now, Kawhi's stats have dropped. His field goal has dropped to 57%. But at this point in time, whenever I made this list, Kawhi was averaging 33 points, 8.5 rebounds, 2.3 steals, 62% field goal, 47% from three, 87 free throw. Versus Kevin Durant's 35, eight, two blocks, two steals, 55% field goal, 48, 45, three, and 90 free throw. So who do you think was better at the time? Who had, who had the best performances? Where would you rearrange some things? Well, first of all, where's Tatum and where's Devin Booker? Where are they at? Tatum – Tatum and Booker, so I kind of knocked Tatum because uh, they lost. They lost a lot. Um, Tatum, his points per game, I think that he's at like 30, but he shot, I think, like 
40-ish percent. Hold on, I'm going to find the stats real fast. Uh, da, 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 da. All right. Jason Tatum, he averaged 30, let's see, he shot 42% from the field, 38 from three, averaged 30 points. Uh, Jokic, Jokic would move up in my list because he averaged yeah. 33 points. Yeah. 33 points, 10 rebounds, four assists. Dame, 34 points, 10 assists. So if I made this what, what, list like today, they would move into it definitely. I think, I think Booker should be like in the top three or four. Yeah. I really do. I think, I think like, like Booker, Booker, Kawhi, Jokic, KD. I think those are top four. I think I think Luke would be like five or six. Yeah. Dame, Dame, if maybe Dame, maybe Dame at five. But I, like I, I think Kawhi balled out. I think KD balled out a little more just because he won, and they play similar. Like the um, obviously they don't play similar. I'm just saying, like in the sense of Kawhi had the ball or PG had the ball. They kind of just took turns, and the Rockets kind of. I mean, the Nets kind of do that too. Let like KD get stuff. It went hard and do stuff. Let Kyrie do stuff. So it's kind of like they're not really helping each other, but it helps to have the guys on the court with them. They're both at, at advantageous situations, but they both balled out. I just think KD is a little better. I think he played a little better, but and he's he, he's winning. He won, but yeah. Ka- Kawhi balled out. Book balled out. You know, Dame did his normal thing. Jokic Jokic balled out. But I'm not gonna like say like he's the best player in the series because he played against Trailblazers. Yeah. Pick it up, do do the same thing the next series, do the same thing the next series, and he will. He really will. He'll be that guy. But Trailblazers, like, come on, that's not that's not the type one. I I think Trey Young, Trey Young definitely. That one, the dude balled out. He's on there for you. Like he 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 surprised me a little bit. Like he kind of really. He, I mean, not like like full surprise. But it's just when it when a guy does things a little different, and you get in the playoffs, and he does it again, you're like, okay, it's awesome. Like your first first playoff series, like Trey Young and Devin Booker, first playoff series, and John Morant, and John Morant. Yeah, we when you said John Morant stats, I went woven out. Wait a minute, he had like a 45 point game. That makes sense. But John. We do we do have to discuss this a little bit. Like Jaw Jaw had twenty one points, and it was a close game. And and with twenty five point twenty one points, like with like four or five minutes left in third, he kept playing, and then he ends up with twenty three. He made he made two free throws with a minute left in the game. Like he just kind of disappeared. Kind of sketchy, but besides that, he played he played very well in his first playoff series. But yeah, it, it's it, it is nice to see a bunch of young guys like all right. First playoff series, all these nerves, like, nah, I'm just really good at basketball. Let me let me go ahead and do this. Facts, facts. Um, yeah, if I had to rearrange my list, I'd probably go <clears throat> like looking at today after you know everything, even though the Clippers match series is still going on, so we'll see how these stats yeah. change. I would actually probably move Luca to my number one just because of what he's doing with the talent that he has, Porzingis being ass. And what he has to go against, I will probably move him to my number one. Um, probably keep Kevin Durant at two, just because he's easy money sniper. Um, put Kawhi at three. Maybe move Dane to four. 
book at five, Jokic six, and then go uh, Trey Young at seven. I think that's how my list would go as of today. Yeah, I don't hate that. Speaking of the first round playoff, like, do you think you think Luca pulls it out tonight? Um, <clears throat> yeah, I will go. I'll I'll take the Mavs. I'll take the Mavs in the series, and I will take them tonight. Like, if they were to lose tonight, I would still take them for Game Seven. I don't. There's something wrong with the Clippers. I don't think that it's Kawhi's issue. Um, Paul George, maybe. The rest of the team, they haven't been hitting shots like they were in the regular season. And honestly, whenever it ultimately comes down to it, Luka might be the best player on the floor with a Kawhi Leonard who's playing amazing. But Luka just might be the best player on the floor. Yeah, he definitely could be. Um, why does everyone love Tyron Lue? I don't think he's a good coach. <laughs> I've never thought he's a good coach. And everyone seems to want him. Everyone he's like the prize possession every – Dude's not a good coach. Like you, I don't. I don't. Know. I have the same I question. I don't know an argument why he's a good coach. It doesn't make any sense. I think that he's a player guy. I think that just players just seem to love him for whatever reason. Like everybody loves this dude. AI loves him. Everybody. LeBron loved him. Everybody loves Tyron Lue. So I don't know what that means. I maybe he needs to have good coaches on his on his assistant role that do the X's and O's. I'm not sure how good Tyron Lue is as an X's and O's guy. Maybe he's like a great motivator, but um, no, I, I don't really see it either. I don't get it. Yeah, I, I get. I guess they're like, all right, let, let, we have this guy. If we fail, we can just he'll he'll take the blame, and then like he he won't shit on you in the press conferences. He'll have full confidence in you. But like, I I, I just I never got the hype, and I've been questioning it for a long time. And like, here's the thing. The Mavericks won a basketball game where Luca Luca scored 40 and Tim Hardaway scored 20. No one else had 10. All five starters for the Clippers had were in double digits and they lost. And you're like, why did they lose? Yes, Kawhi missed like Kawhi missed like four or five shots in a row, like yeah. in the third quarter run, which like kind of started the run. So like, yeah, you can kind of blame it on him. But I don't know. Like that's just that. That tells me it's bad coaching. Like when when you let a team go on like a twenty five to five run, like a pivotal moment in the game, and like it's like the other guys weren't hot. I don't know. It's just it just seems kind of questionable. Yeah, but you're right. Even, the team's kind of broken. Yeah, I think that I think that's just a team issue. Kawhi did not play great, and he took a awful shot. Did you see how Rondo looked at him? At yeah, the end of the game. <laughs> I was like, Ka Kawhi looked at him Ooh. first and was like, like talking about the pass. And I was like, uh, Ron, I was like, what, what do you mean? The like, you just airballed a fucking three. Like, I'm <laughs> talking about the pass. Yeah, that was awful. But um, I think Kawhi comes out, balls out. This game, this series probably goes seven, man. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I Is he going to be on the Mavs? No, it'd be on the Mavs home floor. So, yeah, Clippers will probably win this game. And yeah, then, uh, the and then the Mavs will probably game. close it out. Yep, the Mavs will probably close yeah, it mean, out on there in LA. Here's the thing: the Lakers already out. So the Clippers can't stay long. They got to got to go ahead and leave. We don't need we don't need any more games. The Stable Center. Keep keep the keep the wood nice. Come on, man. Get off. All the right, 
last question for this pod because we will be doing a uh, a second round predictions on our next one. Um, but last question for this pod: LeBron James. We don't think that he was fully healthy, but taking it as it is, is he still the best player in the world? Um, he is in a sense of someone will take his spot in two months. I don't know who it is. I said this yesterday. Giannis wins. He's the best player. If Kawhi wins, he's the best player. If Luka wins, he's the best player. If Jokic wins, he's the best player. And if KD wins and he is the most pivotal part in that win, he's the best player. So, no, LeBron's not it. LeBron was it. He lost, and the spot is up for grabs. I guess I guess KD is the best player in the world right now. Like, I think he was my two. So, I think he's the guy right now. But, like I said, if one of those other guys wins it and is the main reason, I think they get it. Yeah, would – I guess the bigger question is, will he be able to capture, recapture that number one spot? Because I think that um, even the year that he got hurt, um, <clears throat> he got hurt around on Christmas Day, I believe. That year, I think it was 2019, 2020, one of those years. So I gave it to Kawhi. Kawhi, best player in the world, because we don't see LeBron James play. Well, we've seen LeBron James play. Uh, he lost. And then next year, would he – Will he be able to put up the stats to recapture that crown? Because this year he only averaged, what, like 23 for the season, 23, 8-8. Eight eight. Um, I don't think that those are good enough numbers to make you the best player with what these guys are doing now. We might have seen the last of LeBron James being the undisputed top guy. I, mean, I think it literally would take him leading the Lakers to a championship. Like, I think that is that is the only caveat you can say he will be the best player in the world. That's it. No regular season numbers, no get to the finals numbers, no conference finals numbers. Doesn't matter because I like I like I said, I think I think one of those guys is going to capture it. and whoever which whoever one of those guys captures it. You're also going to have the other guy that got to the finals. So like there's going to be two guys that it's like, OK, so unless both those guys just like get hurt or, like, both crazy decline. Like, if the Nets win, like, KD is going to be the guy, and it's just going to be like, all right, well, shit, is KD better than him? Like, wait a minute, Harden was really pivotal. Is Harden better? Like, they're just, they're just always going to be arguments for it. So, yeah, unless we win another championship with LeBron being the best player, it's probably – it's time's done. But it was a good – it was a good run. It was a great run. But then again – there was a lot of people that said Tom Brady was done. And he he did win another ring. And that happened. And he beat Patrick Mahomes. So, you never Indeed. know. Indeed. Return of the King. We shall see for next year. But um, thanks for listening to this podcast. Like I said, we have another one coming for y'all. We're going to talk some uh, semifinal predictions um but yeah thanks for listening we appreciate y'all uh check us out on twitter at gzcast check us out now at gascast check us out on youtube at gzcast or maybe that's backwards one of the two you can find us come interact with us we'll put up some polls y'all can dance on them right on um and peace all right lakers and on y'all